This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... First, I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of Positive Talk Radio here on KKNW. And later on today at 3 o'clock, we also have a show that we do on Kixie. So Kixie 880 AM, and we'll have a, another great show for you there. Um, today, we've got a, a wonderful author and a speaker and a coach, and she's got a new book out that we'll be talking about. And um, we're working hard to figure out uh, the modern technology, because sometimes modern technology doesn't work uh, in the way that we would like it to. Um, and so we are endeavoring, Nathan is endeavoring to make contact with her uh, right now. But I did want to mention that um, Positive Talk Radio is also doing something rather unique in the uh, podcasting slash radio industry. We are on every day at 3 o'clock Pacific time on uh, YouTube. Um, that is video and audio. So it's Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. So you can always go listen to brand new episodes there, either the episodes that are on KKNW or we also do the podcast that is uh, outside of KKNW, but they're always on um, YouTube. And we do those on, on a regular basis. And there's my friend, Nathan. Have we here? Have I we am. Solved? Have we solved technology? Yes, we have. Technology is solved. No longer Y2K. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. You know what? This should be, you know, uh, this really should be a three-day weekend coming up, but it's not. No? No, because of, because of Monday. You know what Monday is? I know we just had Labor Day. Yeah, but... well, I think they should they should take Labor Day and they should put that together with um, 9-11 to give us a oh. national holiday uh, that we should do. Because it's, it's a national holiday for two different reasons. One is far bigger than the other. Um, of course, 9-11-2001, uh, uh, we had the terrible tragedy at the, um, um, at the World Trade Center. And then in 1957, uh, my mother said, I think I'm going to have a child today. Um, and so that was when I was born, was 9-11. Wow. Oh. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say to that. It's, I mean, it's a little bittersweet the way you say it there. Well, it's, it, you know, I woke up one day in 2001 and was listening to my normal radio station and, and they said, uh, you know, we don't often do this, but you might want to turn on the TV. Mm -hmm. And so I spent the day, my whole birthday, watching the Twin Towers and uh, everything that came down with that and, and stuff. So it is bittersweet. It's not, you know, it, you'd like to say, yay, it's my birthday, but it's 9-11. Oh, I'm sorry. But that's life. Uh, that's what you do. We've got a great guest for you today, and uh, we probably should invite her on and double check and make sure everything's working. So uh, uh, 
Kate, how you doing? Katie? I'm fantastic, and I'm very happy to be here, Kevin. Yes, it's very exciting. Oh, we got everything working, and even even yeah. the uh, even the, I don't know how he did it, but Nathan is is magical these times. Yes, he is. He knew just what to do. I'm so happy we got it resolved. And you know, I, in the midst of this Mercury uh, Mercury retrograde, I'm not surprised that the nuances and communication stuff is happening. So I, I didn't even realize we're, we're in the middle of uh, Mercury retrograde. No wonder we have uh, yeah. technical problems with electronics. Oh yeah, I've I've experienced a couple of this this week, but it is what it is. We're here, so <laughs> we managed we managed to make it through, and I'm glad that you're here. And uh, this is Kate Hart Song, and uh, she's got a couple of books out. The latest book that I'd like to talk about a little bit is Humanity's Cry for Change. Um, I, I really like that. And, and, uh, and first of all, tell us a little bit about you and your background, where you come from, you know, all that kind of stuff. I know you probably weren't born on 9-11, but that's... No. You know. <laughs> I was born on this planet, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's good news because you kind of look like a human being. <laughs> So yes, uh, Kevin, a little bit about me. I am uh, currently, I work as a life coach and I'm also an author, as you mentioned. Um, just briefly, how I became an author, and I never imagined I would be, but how I became an author is about maybe 25 years ago or so. I was in deep meditation, a particularly nice deep meditation and I was getting these loving words that came through. And I thought, wow, this is a beautiful message. And I was guided to grab a pen and paper and just start writing the words. And they were loving guidance for me. And as time went on, I received more and more of these messages and realized that I have this, uh, this gift of receiving information. And soon this information got really profound where there's no way it would be just for me. So I ended up publishing my first book in 2010 called Deeply We Are One. And it's, as, in essence, really about recognizing our greatness. And through that, we can then better also appreciate others and that we're all interconnected. And then a few years later, I ended up writing another book, again, being guided with these beautiful words, and again, these are such words of wisdom for the whole planet that I knew I couldn't ignore it. And it was meant to be shared. So that's my second book, Humanity's Cry for Change. So I currently live in the Denver area, Denver, Colorado, and I am a native. <laughs> I um, Not too many natives left in Denver. And I'm just very, very happy and passionate about making a difference for people. And that's why I love your show, Kevin, Positive Talk Radio, because really it's all about being positive. Not to ignore our upsets, no, but to get back into positive. So uh, I feel like I really, uh, I resonate. I really am in alignment with this whole concept of being positive. And that's what I try to do with my work. I think it's wonderful that what you're what you're doing, and I wanted to point this out. Your first book came out when? Twenty ten. Oh, there is a ton 
uh, between between when I started, I, I started Positive Talk Radio in 2003, but mm-hmm. I had kind of an, uh, an awakening before that. And so I started reading a lot of information, a lot of people, people's work. I've also conducted over 2,000 interviews in the last uh, 20 years. And all of them are, including the first time I'd heard that phrase, we are all one, mm-hmm. was by Neil Donald Walsh in mm-hmm. Conversations with God. Mm-hmm. And he, he published that, the first one in the late, late 90s of 2000s and uh, early 2000s. And um, yeah. it was, it, it, for me, it was a revelation. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was for you as well, because when we discover that we really are all one, we're all come from the same place and we all um, come from the same creator, that we have the ability um, and, the, and the responsibility to mm-hmm. treat each other with kindness and respect yes. because we are, we are all one. doesn't matter what we look like, doesn't matter who we love, any of, the, any of that peripheral stuff. The deep down thing is that we are all one, and mm-hmm. and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's it's interesting, uh, Kate, that um, more and more people are having the exact experience that you had, which is you were meditating and you were thinking about it, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. a message came through for you mm-hmm. to start writing, and. Yeah things that you wrote you wouldn't have written without divine guidance i would venture to say very true absolutely it really was divine guidance and you know i've got a quick story for uh, about another author who's coming out with these books in with four books in the fall and she's been on the show before she's going to be on again and uh and the same thing happened to her as happened to you she was mm. she was asleep she's a uh, orthodontist by trade yeah but she was asleep at four o'clock in the morning and she heard a male voice in her ear that said it's time to start writing <laughs> so according to her story she wow. wakes up wow she looks for somebody in the room there's nobody there she puts her robe on and goes in the bathroom. Nobody there. Goes in the living room. Hey, there's nobody here either. So she <laughs> she calls her therapist at four o'clock in the morning and says, "I think I'm getting uh, skin and schizo- schizoid oh. because I'm hearing <laughs> voices." And and the um, and the therapist texts back, "Well, did you start writing?" Yeah, yeah. And so she. she grabbed a journal and a candle and said a little prayer and sat down and started writing from four to five. And mm-hmm. at five o'clock, um, it stopped. Beautiful. <clears throat> and the next morning she woke up at four and she had a little voice this time in her head that said, it's time to get up and start writing. <laughs> and so for the next 18 months from yeah. four o'clock to five o'clock in the morning, every day wow. she would write. Like a well, she's, Yeah. And so that, and that essentially happened to you as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. I always knew and sense, and I still do, the the beckoning for me to, hey, it's time to write. And I always do this early in the morning and the veil is thinnest in the morning. and, And I do my best writing in the morning. So I feel so honored to be the messenger because, you know, it's not me. It's, 
the creator, its source coming through me that is using me as his or her voice. And in that regard, I feel so honored and it is not my material, but yet I am the hands, the vehicle to spread the message. So in that way, I'm like, oh, it's such a beautiful message too. Just important messages that people need to hear. Like, how can we make a difference in our lives? And that even one person does make a difference. If we imagine a hundred people or a hundred thousand people or millions of people doing their own personal work and just honoring themselves and healing whatever, we can then move into individually feeling better, raising our vibration. But we're also adding, as you know, Kevin, we add to the collective consciousness precisely because we are all one. And so there's uh, just so much to be said about the knowing of this knowledge and the empowerment. That's why I'm really impassionate because I grew up, uh, my parents always meant well, but I grew up with a a traumatic childhood and I was able to transcend that with a lot of work, yes, but as a result, I am the person I am today And that's why I know other people can make change because (laughs) I'm living proof. I made the change and it's possible. Well, I've come to believe and to know that our life is a collection of experiences, Mm -hmm. some good, some not so good, but all by divine design to become Mm -hmm. the people that we are today. Yes. Uh, So that you can be who you choose to be. Um, and But because it takes, you know, I do positive talk radio. It doesn't mean that it's all sunshine and, and, and puppy dog tales. It's, it's, mm. it's, we all have got uh, issues in our lives that come and they go and stuff, but we learn and that's mm-hmm. in, in, in the process. And I would also like to say that I know that you got divine guidance, but there also was a human filter involved that was based upon your human experience that you were able to add to the dialogue to make it more, more real. Does that make sense to you? Oh, I totally understand what you're saying, Kevin. What happened is I actually took word for word dictation. It's almost like a knowingness. And I just wrote, not like I'm in a trance, but in a very receptive mode of receiving, of receiving the uh, information and the guidance. And probably 90% of the book, both books, are what was written. Now, I did have it professionally edited. So in that regard, yes, the human aspect came in. Uh, But for the most part, it's really all divine guidance and um, professionally edited. And then coming from three ring binders into the book it is now. So... I've been so fortunate because I've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of people that have had the exact same experience that you had. But now there was something about you that caused you to act on the uh, guidance that you were getting. Can you share Mm -hmm. with us what that was? Why, why is, why, because you're not by trade, you're not a writer. You didn't grow up being a writer, but you decided that you were going to do it um, through this what and i'm sure a lot of people get a message 
and they say, oh, yeah, well, maybe uh, someday, perhaps, but they're mm-hmm. not going to do it today. What caused you to pick up that pen and paper and start mm-hmm. writing? Very good question. What caused me to pick up that pen and paper? At the beginning, when I started hearing the words or sensing them, I'm like, hmm, is this really happening? And if I got to thinking, then I get out of that mode of meditation. But once I'm in that space and that particular meditation, I'm, I just felt a pull. And so I honored it because at that time, and of course still today, I recognize the importance of listening to that inner push, the inner guidance, that intuition. I grabbed that pen and paper and started writing. So at first, when I was done with that meditation, I'm like, the human self came coming up, the ego, is this for real? Maybe I made this all up. And I really doubted myself. Back then, I was far more into a place of self-doubt and not as much confidence as I am today. It took me probably several weeks, maybe several months. I don't remember exactly, but it took me a while to start trusting the words. And that was a beautiful process of growth and personal development in itself to have this whole uh, observing myself of I'm writing this, oh, these words are so beautiful. And I knew they were guidance because of the love and kindness that the words were versus ego, which is very demanding and controlling and maybe even negative. All the words I got were very, very loving and positive. So I knew it was probably my guides. And then they revealed to me after I asked, who is giving me this information? And the answer I got was, This is Archangel Michael, plus many other angels and guides that you have, and their names are not important. We just want to give you this message so that you can share this with others. And then they also gave me personal messages and personal guidance. The other thing I I think that helped me to really follow this and not ignore it was knowing the importance of living in our authentic self. I realize, yes, this is a gift. I mean, everyone, every single person has this gift. I am not any more special than anyone else. Please know anyone on the planet has, all of us have the same gifts. But sometimes in our incarnation, we're not meant to hone in and use a particular gift. But for me, in this incarnation, this is one of my gifts and the purpose is to fulfill my life purpose, and that is to be a messenger to help birth the new earth into the new age of Aquarius. So recognizing at that time, as I still do today, the importance of honoring our gifts and to, again, listen to that intuition, Kevin. It's so important. So that's what I did. That's what helped me to really get down this path. And I've become a writer, and this is now... Uh, one of my uh, talents that I offer for for the betterment of the world. You know, it's, if you're if you're sitting in our audience today, if you're having lunch 
and you're sitting in your car and you're having your burger or whatever you're having and you're saying oh now come on intuition is that's that's an airy fairy thing out there that um i I would like to point out something that i know and that is that we all have intuition we all have intuition um hits and one of my favorite stories is the story of how the song yesterday was written Mm. Now, yesterday was written by Paul McCartney, and he is now 80 years old, and he still does not know to this day where that song came from. He wow. woke up with that song in his head, and he oh. went around and showed John, and he showed George and and uh, and, uh, and his producer, um, George Martin, and he, he played the song for them, and he said, who did this song? Somebody had to have done this song because it came to me complete. So I must have heard it from somewhere else. After about three weeks, um, they said, nope, never heard that song before. And so he, he took it for his own. Yesterday became a number one hit and has been uh, um, um, copied over 3,000 times. Wow. And he still to this day doesn't know. And that was into, and he'll tell you today, it was an intuitive hit. Don't know why, don't know where it came from. Absolutely. It just did. And so it happens to all of us if we keep our mind open to it. How did you keep your mind open to it? There had to be a process. Yes, and that is such a key point that you're making, keeping our mind open. I tend to be a person who does that anyway to keep my mind open. Um, that's a good question. How did I keep my mind open? I would answer that by saying, I have such belief and connection with spirit or the creator. You know, people call source by different names, God or spirit, the creator. I have such belief in the creator And I have come to know so well over the many years how we are taken care of. You know, we're all given challenges in life, and yet we're always provided for. And I think that has helped me to keep an open mind, to be open to, well, what what is the avenue by which I can express for God so that I can be of service? How can I have, again, for me, it goes back to having trust. I will share something that I don't share with a lot of people, but I'm very comfortable sharing here with you, Kevin, and and your audience. Just the two of us listening. Don't worry about a thing. Just just you and me. Okay, deal with you. (laughs) I have the, in this incarnation, one of the life lessons for me is to learn about trust. I was brought up in a family where I was told not to trust and always to have self-doubt. My dear father meant well. Always double-check yourself, Katie. I was used to be called Katie. Always double-check like when you're at the grocery store. Make sure they're adding everything up right. Always make sure this. Double-check that. My mom gave me other messages about not trusting. So I know my... One of my lessons in this incarnation is to overcome my conditioning as a child to not trust. And as a result, I grew up for so many years in my life of not trusting. 
And that was the challenge. And I had to learn how to trust. And you know, I never thought of it until now, Kevin, with you bringing this up. But I think you brought up a good point. What helped me to keep an open mind? And what prompted me to continue to do that writing, the what I call automatic writing or channeling? And it was a lesson, a playground to practice trust. And I have since then come far, way in advance, lots of personal development where I am in a place of trust. And I am more believing that I am provided for. I trust in spirit. I trust myself. Now, of course, I still have, <laughs> I have healthy discre- discretion. It's not like I trust everything all the time. But I do trust a lot more than I did before in a much more healthy way. You know, like a pendulum, I used to be on one end not trusting. I'm much more in the middle now where I have a healthy trust. Well, if you knew if you you knew me in my personal life, and you, if you were one of my friends, I've heard this many times before. Kevin, you're far too trusting, mm-hmm. and it's because I believe in I believe the same as you do that we are being taken care of by our mm-hmm. guides, and I believe in everything's going to be fine. And if I trust somebody and they turn out to betray that trust, that has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. That has to do with them. True. And so I don't pay attention to it. Uh, yeah. they, if, because I've done my part. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. as an example, if um, one of my big things is be kind to everybody. I say at the end of the mm-hmm. show, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. And I say that because yeah. if I'm kind to everybody, it doesn't matter if they're kind back. That yeah. has nothing to do with it. It has to do mm. with me and yeah. what, what I'm called to do, just like you and how, what you're called to do. And so that's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that really is. You know, we've got a lot to talk about the second half of the show because we're going to talk about Humanity's Cry for Change and the, the book that was given to you. And I say given to you because I truly believe it was. Do you? Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely it was. Very good. So we're going to talk. We're talking, by the way, with Kate Hartsong, or I'll call you Katie because that's the name. <laughs> so Kate Kate Hartsong is our guest, and we're going to talk about her book, Humanity's Cry for Change, and how we can all work to change the guck that we find ourselves in today to make it better for everyone all of us together. So you're listening to Positive Talk Radio. We'll be right back with Kate, and uh, you're listening to KKNW. Have a great day, and we'll see you right back after these messages. Uh Hey, PTR loyal listener. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second, I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits beyond expenses to be awarded to a local or international charity or project which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. 
So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we will lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio, video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash our dash store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at Kevin at KMmedia.pro and let's create something great. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald, and we've got a great guest for you today. Her name is Kate uh, Hartsong, and we are talking about her book, Humanity's Cry for Change. First of all, Katie, I, you know, I, I just felt called to call you Katie again. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, I, but I want to thank you for being here. You are really are a breath of fresh air and you really are interested in in helping humanity become mm-hmm. all it can be oh, and, thank uh, you humanity it is such an honor to be here thank you well i and you'll have to come back because we're gonna we, I would love to yeah. we're gonna do this more so humanity's cry for change what what motivated the book i know that it was a uh you know you said something in the first half hour that I wanted to touch on again, because I know that it's a thing and it's really true. It's called automatic writing. If you've never tried this at home, I really would encourage you to go sit down in a nice quiet place. Um, Perhaps have a little meditation, but at least have something quiet. And then what I want you to do is to clear your mind. And then as you clear your mind, Mm-hmm. ask that a word comes to you write that word down and then another word and then another mm-hmm. word you don't have to know what you're writing yeah. you don't have to know what what you've written or and you and you certainly don't need to go what in the hell am i writing i don't know and just relax and let it flow and you'll find some really insightful things will come Mm -hmm. out of your hand that's that's kind of true isn't it oh you described it so well the couple of key points just relax with it if possible go into that state of calm or meditation because that helps you to be more receptive and don't like you said you know don't stop and ask why did i write that don't edit just let it flow. Just let it flow. Just trust. And if you don't trust the process, that's okay. 
continue doing it and you will start trusting the process. It will happen. Being open-minded, just relax and flow. So yeah, Kevin, you said it really well. Well, thank you very much. So speaking of relaxing and letting it flow, you wrote a second book, which is called Humanity's Cry for Change. What is that book about? And how can that book help humanity change? Humanity's Cry for Change is in essence really about explaining why there is so much upheaval and so many challenges, both globally plus individually. And it also explains that there really is light at the end of the tunnel. There is a reason why we are going through this evolutionary leap. And it also describes key concepts, really important concepts that we, again, individually and globally, it would greatly benefit benefit us if we follow these concepts, these key concepts that frankly, will help us to not become extinct. And uh, there's a lot of, no, really. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, I have a a weird sense of humor. So I was just going to say, gee, going not extinct is a good idea, I think. Yes, it is. (laughs) We would like that. And there's every reason why we could survive. And there's also a lot of simple exercises, and they're very powerful. They're very effective in helping us to cope with all what's happening. Now, it's not, you know, honestly, the book is not an answer for everyone, uh, but it has a lot of key exercises and concepts that do help many people if the person is willing to, hey, take it on, read and then do the exercises and contemplate. And it's easy reading. It's just basically will help us to better navigate these these times of challenge and to better understand, well, what are some key tools that we can take on to help us cope? So there's like a couple of exercises. I could give you an example if you'd like. Please. All right. Uh, the book is full of so many wonderful exercises. Again, simple. One of my favorites is called the daily, no, three daily blessings. No, I'm sorry. Three blessings for daily living. Three blessings for daily living. And that is our breath, life, and divine presence. So when a person sits in meditation, or they can do this in a walking meditation, and you don't have to sit, but just really focus on and pray on the whole idea of the breath. Our breath is a gift. And do the same with deep contemplation, with whatever feels right, to consider the blessing of life. Yes, we all go through challenges, and that's what life is about. We learn and grow as a result. But there is such a blessing in life. And then the third blessing is the divine presence, to meditate and just whatever feels right, going into our place of gratitude for the divine presence, for the source that is always providing for us. So that's one of the meditations in the book. That's that's really beautiful because even Mm -hmm. if you're walking in the forest 
and you're looking at the trees and you're looking at how they came to be and it, it can be a very quiet meditative experience that you can understand a little bit and interesting thoughts come to you in those times mm -hmm. yeah that's true very true interesting thoughts can come in and they can be great insights they can and they can change how you view your life how you view the world and what's happening right now because um i really think that you know what a pendulum is right it, it goes yeah. swings back and forth i yeah. really think that that the pendulum has swung to one degree as far as it's going to go and now it's going to be swinging back and more and more people you know it's interesting kate I've been doing this for a while and I see more and more people come across with the same exact message that you have in your books because it's not coming from Kate. It's coming yeah. from the divine and mm -hmm. it's because they are interested in us living our lives to the best and they, and they understand that that we need a little push and a little help from time to time. Absolutely. There are so many messengers out there sharing the same message. I love how you said it. It is not my <laughs> It is not my message. I laugh. It's like, oh, listen to me. I'm the great one. No, no, no. Totally not that. That's completely ego. No, it's it's the divine that is working through so many. And so different people, as you know, Kevin, different people will resonate and gravitate towards certain speakers, certain authors. And so my book is for some, not everyone. But again, my passion is to share it with whoever and to recognize, yeah, this is profound information that the planet needs, those key concepts to keep us alive <laughs> and, and stay in survival. But more than survival, thrive into the new age of Aquarius, which is as you know, the characterized by love and respect and collaboration, kindness, peace, harmony, working together, recognizing we're all in unity. So those are key, very different than the Pisces age. I, I couldn't agree more. Now, one of the things that then you mentioned to yourself is that I believe the day of the guru is dead. What I mean by that is this is the day of the individual. And so consequently, there are many people who are writing the same book in many ways, like your books, um, but they are a different human being because mm -hmm. we each resonate. There are some people who resonate with a guy like uh, Neil Donald Walsh or Gary Zukov or many, many, many others. Um, and so, but the message is the same. So if you resonate with Kate and you pick up your book because you you resonate with her and then you're getting the same message that you would be getting if, with countless other authors. And it's by design that it, that happens that way. Yes. So <laughs> that there isn't a guru, uh, one guy that we now worship that yes. he can get into ego and say, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't want that. We want it to exactly. be real for everyone. Um, I think you agree with that. Oh, so well said. And that reminds me of how important it is to follow the inner guidance, but also 
I should not say, but follow the inner guidance and also be in awareness. Awareness is so key in all areas of our life. Be in a place of awareness of, well, what messages are you getting? What synchronicities are you observing? Those will also guide you because that's a, a, that to me is also inner guidance. So inner guidance can come from inside, but we are always on the outside receiving messages in so many different ways, as you know, whether it's through a radio show or a friend happened to say something and it really pops out. Wow. And it really resonates. And it's like so true for that person. Or I mean, me be reading a book and something really jumps out at us. Or the sense of a feeling about something, right? Yeah. You know, I don't know how they do this. It's beyond my it's beyond my understanding, but <laughs> I get messages through music. And I don't understand, I don't get how they do this, that I'll be thinking of something and I'll be contemplating something or or worried about something and I'll get a message in a song and it'll be like, I'll just turn on the radio. I I, real quick story. If I can, can I tell you? Of course. I'd love to hear it. I was in the uh, Safeway parking lot and I had gone to get groceries and I got a little extra money uh, to put my wallet and I was putting my groceries away in my car. And uh, a lady came up to me and said, sir, do you have anything that you can give me? Mm -hmm. Uh, we really, really want to buy a loaf of bread so that we can have something to eat this afternoon. And, um, her heart touched mine and I pulled out my wallet and all I had were twenties and uh, said, well, oh, what the hell? I'll give her a 20. And so I gave her a $20 bill and her eyes lit up and she was so happy she said now we can have grilled cheese sandwiches and so she walked away and i get in my car and i start my car and there was a song a modern song playing and the and the um the lyrics were give a little bit just a little bit and so it was like I was being rewarded by that song playing and they're saying, Atta boy, way to go. Yeah. Oh, yes. And that you're aware. You were aware of that song, how it just paired up with the recent experience with that woman. That's a beautiful story. And it opens our heart up, doesn't it? It does. It does. If, If you understand that we are all connected, that we are all one, and that we all can work together for for a great change. Um, it changes who, how you view people. Yes. Rather than viewing people as the other and the mm-hmm. enemy, they become a trusted friend, even though you don't know them. Exactly. You know, that may sound Pollyannish or whatever, but you can, mm-hmm. you really can do that. I was uh, another quick story. I was a bus driver for twelve years. Now, there are lots of people that get on a bus, and lots of them are disagreeable. Lots of them are the bottom 3% of the population, and some of them have yeah. um, mental illness, and a lot of them have drug addiction, uh, drug addiction, and things like that. But if you treat them with commonality and with kindness, yes, it changes the it entire does. dynamic. 
Oh, it does. It totally does. It's such a powerful thing. What we put out comes back to us. And so countless times I'll be at the grocery store or a retail store, just out in public somewhere. And I do my best to stay in a high vibration. You know, it doesn't mean I ignore the uh, challenges in my life, but I work through them and then I bring myself back up into higher vibration. So I'm in a grocery store and you might, you know, like I'll see someone with a sad face. And I just look at them and silently, I just send them lots of love and light. And it doesn't matter that they, if they know that is from me or not, that doesn't matter. What matters is that I am vibrationally sharing that energy. And many times I've seen people kind of smile or their face is not so down. It may be a little bit up with a, almost a half a smile. Or I know you've probably experienced like I have. I'm in a high vibration. I'm feeling great. I just feel like God's love and life and light is pouring out from me. And people around me pick up on that. You know, like just yesterday morning when I went to the gym, I was in such a great mood and got myself to the gym early enough because I I do best if I go early in the morning. Otherwise, in the later in the day, I may very well not go. And <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah. I get up and then there's all these people who smiling at me and I smile back or maybe I initiated the smile, but there were several people in about a five minute time, about four or five people smiling at me. And I thought, I know it's the energy I'm feeling. And I just want to share that positive high vibe. And you know, the, the, um, the phrase we all use, you know, like, Oh gosh, he's got good vibes. Oh, she's got great vibes. Well, that's because the vibration is higher, right? Yep. And so, yeah, I love that story you shared. And, and, and yeah, I've experienced that same thing and helping other people. And then they're just so happy and recognizing that what I put out to another is for their well-being. You know, when I come from a place of love and kindness, which I do, and that comes back to me. But that's not the reason I do it. My nature is just to be of love and kindness and to make a positive difference. And people pick up on it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They they recognize when they will look at you and they don't necessarily know why. Yes. They look at you and yeah. say, that's a nice person. Right. Um, they 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 really are a caring individual. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a gal that's been, also been on the show. There have been so many that what mm-hmm. she did, and I think it's a really cool idea, is that she, um, there were little polished stones, and uh, they were black, and she had hope written in gold oh, letters on the stone. Oh. And so she would walk around, and when she saw somebody that was down or oh. was sad or was not smiling, she would walk up to them wouldn't say anything she would just say or Mm -hmm. what she would say is hi how are you here's a little nugget of hope that is so sweet and special yes and a lot of she said only one person ever said why are you giving me this most everybody else would say thank you but the impact vibrationally would be huge and it resonated out with them oh god 
I remember uh, it's probably been about seven, eight years now. I was walking across the street, just taking a walk, and I saw a man whose head was way down sitting at the bus stop at the bench. And this was divine guidance. I normally never go up to someone and talk to them. But it was so beautiful. I got the divine guidance to go up to him. I felt very calm. And that's another way to know that it is divine guidance. I'm feeling calm. I'm feeling peaceful. And I just said to him something something like, very brief, but I was guided to share this with him. I said, I just want you to know you really are very special. He looks at me with his eyes wide open. <laughs> I could see, oh, he had to catch his breath. And then I just left. And um, I know it was divinely guided for me to share that with him. And the results of that can be so long lasting you have the idea i'll give you another example your book humanity's cry for change somebody's Mm -hmm. going to pick that up somebody's going to read it and it's going to impact their life in a very meaningful way and it might be next week next month in five years it could be at a used book store in 10 years and somebody it up and it means something to them that's mm. the vibration of creating what you've done in the, yeah. in the in the book. It's just like the show. This show will somebody will be interested in listening to this show, and it might be in a year, might be in five years. Doesn't matter. Uh, we let the universe decide how and when. But when they do, they're going to be uplifted by you mm. and your message. Oh, I love that! It's such a great reminder of. For me, it's a reminder of trust. I know I am meant to share this book. I don't know by how many people will read it, but my heart, my intention is that it does good for whoever reads it. May they receive whatever is for their highest and best good. And like you say, it doesn't matter. Maybe it's a year from now. Maybe it's next week. It's not up to me. I'm trusting how God, source, orchestrates everything. And those people who are meant to read my book will, and those who are not, they're meant to read something else. And so going with the flow and that trust, it feels it feels so good to be in that place of just relaxing and let it happen as it may for the well-being of all. So that's that's uh, yeah, that's my heart. Kate, if somebody would like to call you and feel called to talk to you about um, your coaching, about the books, about anything at all, how do they reach mm-hmm. you? Okay. They can reach me either by my email, which is Kate, K-A-T-E, Kate at JoyfulRadiance.com, or my website, JoyfulRadiance.com. Um, my website's a little slow now, but it does work. My webmaster is working on making it go faster, but it does work. But yeah, they can reach me through my website or my email and even just a comment or how may I assist? I would love to hear from them. And I also am offering a complimentary coach session. If someone would like to have some support in gaining confidence or how to navigate 
I am offering a complimentary coach session. So, you know, just reach out to me. And they can get that through the website. Yes, they can contact me through my website. Which again is uh, joyfulradiance.com. It has been such a pleasure talking to you today. Such a joy to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. And some really great points that we brought up. I think so. I think so. And it's, it's, well, it's amazing because uh, the way I view it is that because we all have guides, we're never in this alone. We're never all by ourselves. We all have got a team of people that surround us and give us love. In your case, one was, um, he must be the busiest guy on the planet because Michael has been doing a lot of work anyway. um, But it's something that that we all uh, can benefit from. And our guides got together and yours and mine. And they said, Hey, you know what? We should have them get together and we could have them do a radio show. And And that's, that's I, that. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Yes. There's no accidents, Kevin, as you will know. No, <laughs> no. And I've gotten to the point where if something not positive happens, um, that, that might be construed as negative or whatever, my first reaction is, okay, how can this serve me over the yeah. long term to be better? Absolutely. Totally. Well, we just you. Got- it's been such a joy. Yeah. Well, the K, we've just got about two minutes left. And so I want, I'm going to step aside and Mm -hmm. I want you to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know, anything at all. Oh, thank you. I would love to share. Please remember your brilliance. Remember the greatness of who you are. You are amazing. And it is necessary and okay to tap into the greatness of who you are. Allow your light to shine, for you are divine. That's very, very, very good. And you are, <laughs> and, and everybody is. And, and, you know, people who tend to listen to this show and like it are a little bit more open-minded uh, mm-hmm. than some. And I hope that more and more people will become a little bit more open-minded to the fact that we are all one. That's that's a guiding principle of mine. And and so that's how I try and treat everybody. And and do me a favor, would you please? Yes. When you all go to the grocery store this afternoon or the convenience store or whatever, and you're standing in line and the person in front of you is mean to the clerk, remember that they're just trying to do their job and trying to get through their day. And they're on their feet all day long. So have something nice to say. Even if it's just a smile, just say, hi, how are you? And, uh, and I hope your day is great and, and stuff. So again, Kate heart song has been our guest. Joyfulradiance.com is the website. Go there. And I want to thank you for being here. Mm, it is such a joy. You are so welcome, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. You are so welcome as well. And by the way, everybody remember, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you at 3 o'clock on Dixie.